Oh, hello there, and welcome to another episode of the 209 Till Infinity Podcast. CD Slap. Coming to you live from beautiful Series, California, home of the Infinity Studios. Get it, Savage. It's Monday morning, the pod is dropped. Cue up the new soap and the coffee pot. You know these cats got a lot to say. Savage O'Malley and Billy A. Yep. Hip hop life and movies too. Keeping up on the trends just like you. CD slaps hooked up with this funky beat. Oh, you know the boys, we love to eat. Grub it. It's all part of the show. We love to bring to your earbuds hell. We even sing. Mm-hmm. So sit back, relax, enjoy the show. And like Biggie said, now you know Do you need a break and escape just to ease your mind? Well look no further than your homies in the 209 Because it's time to lose all those blues that got you stressed out Give us one hour and you know we'll knock that mess out The best route is music, movies, laughter, and friends The conversation's starting, y'all jump on Come in on. And you know it won't stop, you know it don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, friend. The party don't stop, the party don't end. Now let's let the episode begin. What up, what up, what up, and uh, welcome to another episode of the 209 till infinity podcast. As always, well, not lately, but for right now, I'm coming to you live from beautiful Ceres, California, here at the Infinity Studios. And across the way from May is my man, 50 Grand, who is always in demand and has the plan and ready to take a stand. Get up on your mic and tell him who you am, my friend. Well, because I'm a stud. I'm ballsy. I don't take no shit from anyone. I've heard that from somewhere before. Yeah, sounds familiar. Oh, what's up, dude? What's going on, bro? <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, bro. Welcome to the house, bro. 100 years young, dude. Where are you? <laughs> and I'm so sorry. <laughs> what was that, Blink-182? Yeah. Oh, dude. Sir. <laughs> What's going on, bro? She bro, savage, man. Like, fuck, dude. What's going on, y'all? It's your boy, Savage O'Malley, a.k.a. Big Skis, a.k.a. Big Nasty. You know, there's a large chunk of the United States that believe that's how we all talk out here in California. There's people like somewhere deep in the snow in Minnesota dreaming of being in the California sunshine and just envisioning that we all have long blonde hair and surfboards and we're all like, you're totally gnarly, radical, dude. Absolutely. I'm from the valley, brah. Bro, I've got a total hangy right now, bro. I totes need a fucking avocado, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, bro. Then I'm going to catch some totally gnarly waves, man. Right, right. It's either that, it's like gangbanging and surfing. And we talked about that on another episode. It's like, there's like two sides of cat. They either think we're, we're out there surfing or they've seen the movie Colors or Menace to Society or Boys in the Hood. And they all think we're like sitting on the corner with a dude in a wheelchair drinking a 40. 
like waiting for the drive-by to happen. There's like no in-between if you're not from here. Like somewhere out in Minnesota, somewhere out in Idaho, like in Duluth somewhere. <laughs> I, I don't know. Some places like the Midwest, you know, they're like just that's what they envision. Well, I don't know if you know this. What's that? But Denver? It's just like Compton. It's just like Compton. <laughs> I have heard that. After the last time we brought that up on the, on the previous episode, I had to pull out that album and listen to it. Duluth. It's just like Compton. It, absolutely. Minneapolis. It's just like Compton. Boaz, Alabama. Not like Compton. <laughs> I could tell you that. I could have done some extensive research. You're speaking from experience. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nothing yeah. against the Waffle House or Bojangles. Right. Uh, which, of course, are both... Boaz, Alabama staples as far as eateries are concerned. Got you, got you, got you. Um, but no, not like Compton. Very fair enough. So maybe DJ Quick didn't hit all the hot spots on his tours. He was just probably late. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. That's kind of his move. Yeah, yeah, that could be, yeah. Uh, so anyway, sod it. Sod, bro. Oh, bro. Let well, me ask you something, man. Oh. When oh, you, when, when you, uh... Go ahead. Do you remember your dreams? The time. Yeah. (laughs) When we fell in love, do you remember the time when we first met, girl? Do I remember my dreams? Yeah, I mean, the majority of the times when you wake up and you've had a dream, do you remember the details vividly? Well, I could tell you this. Uh, As far as the dream state goes, it is, I would say it's definitely inconsistent. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and my move, uh, is I tend to dream about people or things Uh that happened right before I went to bed. Okay. Got you. Got you. For example, a while back, this is many years ago. Um, I had a dream about, um, my old boss and we were all in a group chat. Right. And something we were chatting and talking. And at this time I was, uh, we were like laughing about something. And uh, I was uh, uh, with my uh, lady friend and she was asleep. She had to be up early and I'm laying in bed with her and I'm trying. I'm I, love, la- I gotta say, man, I love that term lady friend. Uh, I like that you use that. I, I just love that. Now, go ahead. I apologize. I just, I really like that. There's just something very demure and classy about lady friend. I like it. And uh, I was, I had said something, and then basically, like the conversation, yeah, got in. I, I was cr- laughing so hard, I was crying. Okay, that I was trying not to shake the bed. I was trying to stay quiet. I was trying not to wake her, but I was laughing so hard. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And this was at a point where, with her, she got up early. Kids work, mm-hmm. so she was in bed by like let's go eight thirty, and of course I wanted to to be with her and lay with her, so I would go to bed. But then I don't go to sleep till like ten thirty, eleven. So right. she'd finally pass out, and then I'd be on my phone playing games or whatever. Right. Anyway, so she was out, and I was trying desperately not to wake her. Right. And it was the funniest thing. Like we still talk about it, me and my old colleagues to this day. That conversation. Right. Anyway, that not that night, I had the most vivid crazy dream about my boss right and then to the point where i woke up and, and that and where i woke up and i was like what the fuck yeah yeah yeah, yeah you yeah, know yeah, like yeah, yeah like but at least i understood that because 
that was like essentially the last person or people that I talked sure. to right before I went to bed. Absolutely. It's the ones where like out of fucking nowhere. Right. You have an insane dream. Yeah. And that's the thing. I, I'd say 90% of the time or maybe even 95, 99% of the time, I know that I've dreamed or I know that I've dreamt. I think that's probably the proper terminology. But I wake up and couldn't tell you the details or, or recount the story. The ones when I wake up and they're vivid in my mind and I remember them are either usually terrifying, like it's something like where I woke up like, oh my God, oh shit, oh thank God that was a dream or a nightmare, you know, thank God. I'm glad that's over and not real. Or the other half is I wake up going, oh man, that was amazing. I wish I could have kept going with that. But those are super rare. So last night I had the that was so amazing dream, like, but weird. Like, I so I go to bed last night and uh, in my dream, I get a knock at the door and I go to the door and it's uh, it's Dave Chappelle. Of, I mean, of why course. wouldn't it be right? He's like, come on, man, hurry up. We got to go. We got to go right now. Come on. And I'm like, I don't question it. I don't think it's weird that Dave Chappelle's at the door. I just go. We hop in the car. I couldn't tell you what kind of car it was. I just know he was up front, but he wasn't driving. And I was in the back seat. So it, we're kind of fast. We're rushed in and we're going. Finally, I kind of snapped to it and go, hey, hey, man, where are we going? And he's like, we got to get to the performance, man. We got to get to the performance. We got to go. And I'm like thinking to myself, performance? Like, all right, well, this is Dave Chappelle. So he's going to do a comedy show. And I'm thinking to myself, but I don't do comedy. Uh -huh. I don't do comedy, right? So he must know that I rap and he wants me to, cause he'll bring rappers out on the stage. So maybe he wants me to come out and drop some bars before he does his comedy. That's what I'm thinking. So we must be going to a bar or like Laughs Unlimited, a club, a bar, you know, some small club. Cause I knew he'll pop up and do that. So we're driving and we pull up to a Rite Aid. <laughs> and I'm like thinking to myself, I don't think, I should be rapping at the right aid. Like this just doesn't feel right. I go, hey Dave, man, you know, um, um, what I do doesn't really play well to the right aid crowd, man. It's like, oh man, don't be ridiculous. They're gonna love it. Come on, come on, get out. So we get out and we go inside, and for some reason, inside the right aid is just a bunch of what appears to be like teenagers or people in their early 20s having a party. Like just, they're conversating, they're drinking, there's music playing. It no longer looks like a Rite Aid. It looks like a club, but we've walked into a Rite Aid. And I'm just like, I walk in like, what the fuck? And uh, you know, these people start coming up and asking me questions. I don't know, remember what they're asking me and they're introducing themselves and talking to me. And I'm like, what the hell am I gonna do for these people? And all of a sudden Dave walks up, Dave Chappelle, for the you know those are not on the first. I mean, you guys are on first name yeah, yeah. basis. So yeah, that yeah. makes sense. He walks up and he's got an ice cream cone. <laughs> I have no idea why. And, and and you know how? Do you remember back in the day when we'd go to Thrifty? Of course. And you'd get they'd have the gun that gave you the ice cream. And there's still some of the Rite Aids I think bought out Thrifty. And so as I've been doing my door dashing and going into these Rite Aids or CVSs, some of them still have the old Thrifty ice cream. They still do it. I think it's Rite Aid. But they used to have this circular, like, it would shoot out the ice cream into the cone, like, in a round tube looking. Like, it's a thrifty ice cream. Yeah, yeah, thrifty. So he hands me a cone with that tube ice cream. He goes, here, man, have some ice cream. And I'm like, all right, Dave, thanks, man. And I'm eating ice cream, and he's going over, and he starts making these young kids laugh. Like, and I 
wish I could remember what he's saying, but he's just, you know how Chappelle is. He's just having a casual conversation and being hilarious, like telling them a story or something. And they're busting out laughing. And I'm eating this ice cream going, God damn, this ice cream is delicious, man. And just at, at that moment, I'm watching him making these people laugh and I'm eating ice cream. And I start to wonder, I wonder when I'm going to perform. What am I going to do? And I woke up. Mm. And I woke up going, God damn it, man. I wanted to know. I woke up going, I wanted to know what I was going to do and what was going to happen next. And those kind of dreams are so rare. so rare for the details to be that vivid. Normally I wake up and go, I know I dreamed about something, but I don't know what, but I know I dreamt. This was like so vivid. And I woke up wanting to go back to hanging out with Dave Chappelle at the Rite Aid Club, eating ice cream. And I just was like, God, that was good, man. I wanted to see myself perform with Dave Chappelle and it didn't have, and I, dude, I have no idea why. Haven't watched any Dave Chappelle stand up. Haven't seen any Dave Chappelle interviews recently. Uh, he's the goat. I can tell you that much. I love him. I'm a massive fan. Uh, him and Chris Rock have been popping up and doing things together and I'm super jealous. I wish I was there. They're my two favorites, but this dream just kind of came out of left field, man. And I just had to share, dude. And I was wondering if, if I was alone and, Normally, that's not the case. Like, I don't, couldn't tell you, I couldn't retell you a dream with that kind of detail. That's super rare for me. So I, I definitely have some vivid, vivid dreams at times. Um, very rarely, I remember a while back, this is a long time ago, uh, but I had this, this dream of, uh, and I didn't, I don't know why, but I was with Sweet Annie D. Okay. Okay. And, uh. We were sitting in, we were at the Giants game at Pac Bell. All right. Okay. And then all of a sudden she jumps up and she's like, we got to save him. And I was like, what? And like, she ran down the stairs and jumped on the field. And then all of a sudden, like she was chasing all these chickens. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. And I was like, what the fuck is going the chicken, on? The chickens came to roost at Pac Bell. I guess. And then like, but like the game was still going on. So they couldn't see her. Only I could see her and like they were hitting and like the ball was like just missing her and like the chickens, it was really fucking weird. Yeah. And I was just like, what the fuck was that? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's probably the, like the last that I can, and that was probably 15, 20 years ago that I had that dream. I mean, I, was, I imagine a solid strong line drive would take out a chicken. Or, and, or Sweet Annie D. Or Sweet Annie D. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, dangerous. Yeah. Dangerous. Yeah. So, um, but like for me, like I, I, I do remember the dreams that I have uh, for the most part. Occasionally I'll wake up and I'll be like, I know I was dreaming about something, but I can't remember. Right. And that's normal. Like, like, that's normal yeah. for me. Yeah. Uh, the, the ones that blow me away is like when I will dream about somebody that I haven't, you know, thought about or seen for right. a long time. That happened yeah, with... Yeah. Uh, uh, with uh, uh, Telly Tell. Mm, okay. I, I hadn't seen or talked to her in years. Right. And then all of a sudden she popped up in my dream one day. And then, like, out of nowhere, like, she pops up right. on social media. Right, right, right. Which yeah. makes me feel like I'm in the Matrix. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy, dude. And that's so, crazy. So, um, yeah, so things like that for sure. And that's the, those are the, that, like, I'm okay. I'd rather have that, the right. fucking crazy. You know, Rite Aid Club with the ice cream and Dave Chappelle <laughs> than me dreaming about somebody that used to be in my life or that I haven't seen or talked to in a long time and then they pop up. Like, that shit's, like, scary to me. Yeah, yeah. It's a trip, man. Some people would say that was fate, like, that that was meant to be. That was your, like, 
your inner inner mind telling you uh, predicting the future it's a trip man it's a trip but you know they always talk clairvoyance about clairvoyance they always talk about the we don't harness anywhere near the full power capacity of what our mind can do we use such a small percentage of our mind if we were able to harness and use a hundred percent of the mind's capabilities and powers that there's no telling what we could do or what we could accomplish we don't even know like we we've we haven't tapped into that so when you're asleep and your mind is doing all that you're asleep and your mind's taking over and, and showing you a movie basically like it's a trip man it's it's crazy to think that like that i woke up from having a car ride and going to a club with Dave Chappelle. You know what I mean? Like, and it, it, it was, it was real. It made, it felt real. Like I woke up going like, oh man, that wasn't real. God damn it. That was really cool. Like, you know, like it's just crazy what your mind can do. And we, we really have no idea because we've never tapped into its full potential. And it's pretty insane when you think about it. It's uh, I guess the real question here is of all of this. Yeah. What kind of ice cream was it? And you know what? That is a detail I don't remember. Um, if I had to go with my go-to from from back in those days, when I used to actually go and get thrifty ice cream, generally it would have been chocolate chip or cookies and cream. And it was definitely white with some kind of chocolate in it, If just from remembering the details of what it looked like. So I'd have to lean towards one of those, because as a kid, those were my go-tos. But now, if this was DJ Billy A now, if they had something with like pe like Reese's or peanut butter and chocolate, that'd be my go-to. That's not what this looked like. Cause now I get pissed when I go to an ice cream place and they don't have something like, I don't understand. Like everybody in the world loves peanut butter and chocolate. So when I go into an ice cream joint, like a little mom and pop, like off of a main street somewhere, and they don't have something with like a Reese's ice cream or a peanut butter and chocolate ice cream, I go, are we not in America anymore? Do what? <laughs> Did I just step into communist Russia? Or does, do you guys have something against the world's greatest combination ever of chocolate and peanut butter? Like, I, I, I don't understand. Like, please, like, you could ask my wife. She'll get frustrated. Like, God, it's, if I could just get another kind of ice cream bill and shut up, you know? Like, right, right. Let it go. I'm like, no, I won't let it go. But yeah, no, that's a great question, man. And uh, if I had to guess, it was chocolate chip or cookies and cream. But no, no, I don't know. Well, I'll tell you this, buddy. Yeah. And uh, you're welcome in advance. Okay. Your dream was very strange. It was very strange. It's almost like I slipped into an alternate universe. Yeah. Perhaps a different section of the multiverse, maybe? It was definitely a multiverse of yeah. madness. <laughs> yeah, because in the real world, Dave Chappelle not hanging out with me. So that had to be Dave Chappelle from Earth number 8667 or something who, who wants to pick me up and hang out and get ice, give me ice cream. Yeah, I would like to say that this Dave Chappelle would do that, but mm -hmm. had to be an alternate Chappelle for sure. Well, we did watch Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Yes, we certainly did. We did one extra show without getting together so that Correct. we could make sure that we watched Doctor Strange and didn't have three weeks in between episodes so we could talk about this show. Yes, this is a hot button topic. This is the movie to see. This is the movie we have been waiting for. This is the movie that you and I have been talking about and highly anticipating, not just us, every Marvel fan. I would say since the release of uh, Spider-Man No Way Home, where they showed you the possibilities of what can happen when you open the multiverse, all that did was heighten the excitement. I mean, if, if people were excited for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness after Spider-Man No Way Home, 
it took Multiverse of Madness to a whole other level of anticipation. I don't know if there's been a move, Marvel movie in a while with kind of a, I don't want to downplay Doctor Strange, but he's not, Doctor Strange isn't a uh, top tier character. He's not a Spider-Man or a Hulk or an Iron Man or a Captain America. I'd say I knew nothing about Doctor Strange really other than the fact that he was a sorcerer and that he, until the first Doctor Strange movie, I really knew nothing. So to get this kind of anticipation for a, a lower level character, it's pretty insane. Like, uh, and uh, and I, I think you gotta give a lot of that to Spider-Man: No Way Home, and and showing us the possibilities of what can happen in the realm of the multiverse. Like, it's almost like an anything goes, anything is possible. But yeah, I mean, we gave everybody fair warning last week. We put you on notice. We, you've been warned. You've been told that this episode was coming. And as I said last week, this episode will be spoilery as hell because there ain't no way around it, man. It's If we're really going to dig in and talk about something. Spoilery. Yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be. There's just no way to really talk about the, the, the nuts and bolts and all the juicy details of this movie without spoiling it. So uh, without further ado, the 209 till infinity review of Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. You know what, Savage? Mm. What what'd you think, buddy? I can do this all day. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we can. You and I could talk movies. We could talk movies, dude. That's what we do. Yeah, as as documented on several other podcasts, we could talk about a movie from 30 years ago and <laughs> go down a rabbit hole. We'll give we'll give you a review of Forrest Gump next week. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'm just saying. So yeah, absolutely. In our sleep we can do this. Uh so uh first and foremost, um going into this movie, and this was very like uh like we knew Spider-Man was coming out after Endgame. Correct. So, like, everyone was like, this is the end of phase whatever. Right, I forget where we were. Phase three, yeah. going into phase four. Eternals was the beginning of phase four, allegedly. But, like... Yeah, so I think, was Spider-Man Far From Home the end of phase three? Yes. The one with, uh, right after Iron Man had passed. And right. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yep, you're right. That's it. And then, so then we have this movie but this is like with Eternals and and the way things are going like this is like we're we're heading down this different path of unknown stories that aren't mainstream comics which is something which is good but also like but then this movie is still the characters and loosely based around stuff we know from Phase Three. So correct, it was it was certainly more anticipated. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Um, uh, highly anticipated. I don't know other than Endgame and Spider-Man: No Way Home if I've anticipated another Marvel movie this much. Like I was really ready, especially after No Way Home. I, I think people were extremely ready. And then the trailer came out, the yeah. official trailer, yes. and there was a ton of little Easter egg stuff in that trailer, and people yes. started to lose their mind. Yeah. So, uh, and it was really, and then in this day and age, it's almost, it's almost impossible to not have stuff leak. Absolutely. I, you know, like we knew before Spider Man that Charlie Cox was going to be in there. And they did everything they could, but somebody saw him leaving the set. Right. That, that, yeah, that's that all. Some person saw him leaving the set, took like a grainy ass video on a, like iPhone. Yes. Right? Posted yes. it. Yeah. <sighs> Wildfire. Literally everything that people thought was going to happen in Spider-Man No Way Home pretty much came true. 
Like literally, they gave the fans everything they wanted with that movie, and uh, and I think that. Go ahead, keep going. I'll, I'll so so anyway, yeah. uh, you know, there's there was not the, it. Un, it's sad and unfortunate to me at times that we can't not know some things right. or that are you know right. what I mean? Yeah. Like I uh, essentially lost my shit when Charlie Cox was in the movie. Yes. And I like I said, like this whole amazing Spider-Man movie where people were like, this is. Maybe my favorite Marvel movie of all time, blah, 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 which is an amazing movie. One of my top three moments of Spider-Man No Way Home was Charlie Cox being in it. Absolutely. So, so like, just in that, in that, you know, that, you know, exasperates the importance of that character to me. So, um, but it, can you imagine how much more I would have lost my shit if I had no idea that was coming? Correct. Oh, absolutely. Oh my god, yeah, dude. Absolutely. Yeah. Like that moment would have been insane. I'd have been right, like, you guys yeah. see the new Daredevil movie? <laughs> That's yeah, yeah. what I would have called it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, dude. The new Matt Murdock movie? Yeah, yeah. You mean Spider-Man? No. Yeah. It was <laughs> but crazy, like, but man. we knew. Like, yeah. you know, we didn't know a hundred percent, but we were pretty sure. Cause yes. ev- at this point, everything that we right. And then, like for example, this, there were some things that came from the trailer that we were like, "Okay, was that this? This shadow looks like this." Like, and then like right, you know stuff right. just kind. Of, and so we kind of already know. Right. That's the one downside about technology and the way things are. I think it's it's why I went to Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness on Thursday afternoon. I like literally cut out of work early, and I'm like, I can't not look at my phone and not look at social media and not listen to people's conversations. I knew people that didn't hardcore Marvel fans that didn't go until like Sunday or the following like Monday or Tuesday morning, and they were like wanted. To, I could see the looks on their faces that they wanted to ask me questions so bad. Uh, my, my supervisor in the real estate office, Dan, is such a hardcore Marvel fan, like hardcore. And he would he was like, so look, just tell me this. Do you think that? And then he'd go like, no, no, shut up. Don't don't say anything. Stop. Just stop. I'm going to stop. I'm sorry. Like, he, he, But he couldn't help himself. Let me like, ask you something. No, shut up. Yeah, that dude literally. Why that's are what you he yelling did. at he's me? Like, he's like, would you put this in? No. Don't even, don't, no, stop, don't say anything, don't pretend I didn't say that. Like, so, it, it was that intense. So, yeah. Friday morning, it, the movie released technically on Friday. So, Thursday night, you can see it, it releases. Thursday morning, I get a message from, uh, oh, you nasty. Right. And he goes, and I'm driving to work, and he's like, be careful on TikTok. You know, it's seven in the morning, I'm driving to work, and I yeah. was like, what? Fuck, what happened? Like, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. And I was like, shit, did somebody get video of me? What did I do? Did <laughs> like, I'm always afraid, like, there's going to be a video. Uh, yeah. Like, somebody's going to screen capture me saying some shit in Call of Duty. And then, like, yeah, you yeah, know, like, yeah. that's what, yeah. that like, it's happening, dude. Yeah, like, yeah. like, and just for the record, you know, let me just get this out there. Uh, I grew up in an era. We've talked about the F word yes. that you're, that, uh, that you're not allowed to say anymore when it Correct. comes to uh, yeah, homosexual yeah. people. Uh, I use that term often. While playing video games, okay, it's the only place I really use it. Yeah, but yeah. But like yeah. On, on the on the game chats, everybody's an F, man. Everybody. Right, right, so, right, right. So yeah. I'm just waiting for the time where there's a TikTok <laughs> and I'm like, someone's like, hey, listen to this dude, and I'm like, fuck, it's like Savage O'Malley, F word, F word, F word, F word, you mother effer. Yeah. Two on nine canceled. Yeah. So like, yeah. Uh, so uh, <laughs> that's the first thought I get when. Uh, oh, you nasty. Text me, watch out for TikTok. I was like, ah, oh, shit. But yeah. then, like, I was that he was like lots of spoilers, and I was like, oh fuck, that's right. Like, 
I, I knew I'd already bought my ticket for Saturday. Yeah. But like I ha- I have done this before where I just can't get to the movie till the weekend. Sure. And so like I check out yes. and I like I don't like I'm barely looking at social media. I'm only like direct messages that are people that are know that you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So to. I but I forgot and I was like, Oh good, thanks for warning me. Like he had to hook me up because I would have been like ah shit. Yeah. So it, it certainly was uh, uh helpful on that end. So as far as the movie is concerned, uh, I could tell you this. Uh, it's really hard at this point, after all the movies we watch, to gauge them. Yes. Because it's so much stuff, and it's not fair to compare it against everything. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, I thought this movie was very good. I was entertained. Yeah. I yeah. thought that, uh, and 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 it was one of those movies that I put somewhere between a seven and an eight. Sure. And that's on one viewing. And yeah. I think that there's so much stuff to unpack in this movie mm-hmm. that after watching it once or twice or three or four movies down the road. Right. After some things that we will realize, you know what I mean? Like, like connect some dots. Yeah. Like because yeah. there's things in the first Iron Man that people have gone back and like, did you guys see this? Right. right that yeah. happened nine years later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so sure. like. One of those things might make this movie even more amazing to me. But right. overall, I thought it was really good. I was very entertained. Um, I enjoyed uh, a lot of things. And uh, <clears throat> for me, I, I, I would say this. My favorite thing about this movie was how much stuff they connected, mm-hmm. which is something that I anticipated. Um, and then there was some things that I picked up on and I'm really, I do this a lot where I'm like, I feel like that was the thing, like, and then I'm trying to remember, and I'll tell you about the one that I picked up on once right. after you give your kind of review. Cause right. there's a lot of little, you know, these guys do a lot of little things. They just kind of throw in the background. It's not that big of a deal, but like, if you're paying attention, you're like, right. well, why were, why are they talking about that? Or where'd yes. that come from? Yes. You know, and, and sometimes it's relevant. Sometimes it's just like. This guy's from here, so he wanted to throw this in there, so sure. like only certain yeah. people know about it, which is what exactly the same shit I would do if right. you know I was a movie director. Yeah, yeah you'd yeah. have a fucking two and nine infinity podcast playing in the background of a kitchen scene or something, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right? There'd yeah. be this dramatic thing, and then the, the thing would kick on and be like, "What up? What up? What up? It's yeah, your boy," you know, yeah, like yeah. that. It's to be something like that. Sure. So. But uh, overall, I really enjoyed it. Uh, there's a lot of stuff to talk about, um, but. Uh, I was a fan. How about you? Yeah, I mean, I liked it. I thought that I think, unfortunately, I think this had the unfortunate circumstances of being the next movie after Spider-Man No Way Home. Because as I said, with Spider-Man No Way Home, they gave us everything. Everything we wanted was in that movie. And so what happened is that opened up this giant realm of possibilities. And then here came all the fan theories for this movie. And this movie, I read so many different things. And as in Spider-Man No Way Home, where everything I heard happened, everything I heard with this movie did not happen. Like, so I went in expecting things I didn't get. So here's the thing with this movie is I went in expecting something completely different and they gave me something else. Now, it's not that that something else wasn't good. It just wasn't what I expected. So I thought... Here's the movie I thought we were going to get. I thought that this was going to tie in with uh, Loki and Kang 
and how Kang was messing with the multiverse. And he was saying, oh, there it is. It just happened. So I thought the moment in Spider-Man No Way Home when they cracked open the multiverse and people were starting to slip through and they shut it down. I thought maybe after they closed it up, there was going to be some kind of remnant, some kind of something left behind that Doctor Strange was going to have to combat and fight. And that was going to somehow kind of link in with Kang and what was going on. So I thought that was going to be the deal. I didn't anticipate a movie about a little girl who somehow has the power to leap to different to different dimensions of the multiverse and Wanda wanting her powers in order to, you know, be with her children. I did not foresee that movie at all. And it's not to say that that wasn't a good movie. That was a very strong movie, a very strong plot, and a very great story. It's just not what I expected. What I expected to happen was the multiverse was gonna continue slipping into our world and it was gonna be them combating it and kind of fighting it off. And it was gonna have something to do with Kang and it was gonna be, have Wanda, they were gonna go to Wanda for help. And, but it was gonna be like, and you might see like Mr. Fantastic or a different Captain America or another Iron Man and all these different villains. And it was about them fighting it off and trying to stop it. But it was gonna come from ramifications of Loki and ramifications of No Way Home. That's what I envisioned in my mind. That's what I went in expecting. And I got something completely different. So it's not to say that this wasn't a good movie. I enjoyed it. It's just, it's like you said, on my first viewing, I had to go home and go, okay, that's not what I wanted. But it's not their job to give me what I want. It's their job to tell the story that they want to tell and push their narrative forward and have this giant interconnective world continue to keep working the way it does. It's like you said, whatever happens in this movie is going to connect to something five movies and two television shows from now. So, uh, yeah, that was my probably my biggest problem with it was I just went in expecting something totally different and got something else. The something else was good. I think it's the most visually stunning Marvel movie out of all of them. I saw it on IMAX and I was so glad that I did because it was filmed for IMAX, also filmed for 3D. And it's very rare that I walk out of a theater going, God damn it, I wish I'd seen that in 3D. Normally, I think 3D is an afterthought and I think it's garbage and I don't care for it. This movie had scenes where I was like, holy shit, this would be mind blowing in 3D. The When the two Doctor Stranges fight and it's like a musical fight where they're using notes and instruments mm -hmm. and that would have been incredible. When they first slip through the multiverse and they're going through the different dimensions and one of them is a cartoon and you're seeing all the different worlds and they're slipping through and they come out on the other side, that would have been insane. There were just so many action sequences. This visually breathtaking, this movie. I think the best looking Marvel movie ever, special effects wise, cinematography wise, the director did an amazing job. This was incredible. And I will also say the scariest of the Marvel movies. I thought Wanda was at some moments pretty terrifying. She was like a horror movie villain in the way that she just kept coming and you couldn't stop her. She was like Jason or Freddy. Like every time you thought you got away, there she was, she appeared again and she was very menacing. She became menacing and terrifying. And I liked that aspect of it. I just need time to push away. Cause here's the one thing that everybody said that I wanted was you were gonna get a variant of Iron Man in this movie that was Tom Cruise. And I wanted that so badly. And there were websites that actually said, you get the Tom Cruise Iron Man. They had it down to the minutes. 
Like you get him for nine minutes and 36 seconds in this movie. And that's what they were doing with No Way Home. They were like, Andrew Garfield's in it for this many minutes. Toby's in it for this many minutes. You get the Daredevil for a minute and 22 seconds, whatever it was. You literally had that and they were right. So when they were doing this again for this movie, I was like, yes! So the whole movie, I'm waiting, here he comes. When we got to the Illuminati scene, and there is the Ultron robots protecting them. So clearly we know that in our universe, Tony Stark is responsible for Ultron. So when you see the Ultron robots going, Ultron is here and they're protecting it, clearly the Tony Stark in this universe made Ultron work. He's working for them and protecting them. So I'm like, here, come, here he comes. We're gonna get Tony Stark. We're gonna get Iron Man, Mr. Tom Cruise. Let's go. And it never happened. And I was just kind of like, where's that button on the machine? Wah, 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 wah. I wanted it so badly. Like that was the main thing that I wanted from this movie. And again, this is a good movie. Well done. I, I enjoyed it. It's a fun movie. It's, a, it's scary. It's got great visuals. It's a cool story. It's just my problem is I went in looking for something completely different and that's not what they gave me. And like I said, it's not their job to give me that. But I liked it, man. I think it's good. I, I put it about where you put it, about a seven, I'd say, if we're going to give it a one to ten. And I'd recommend people go see it if you're a Marvel fan. Check it out. And I'd say check it out on the big screen. This is a movie that's meant for the big screen, 100%. Well... And and this is the world we live in. Is that they're going to, they're going to, especially with Marvel, they're going to push certain things on you. They're going to, um, they're going to put you in a situation where they're going to develop some things that are coming down the pike. Um, they're going to. So, for example. Um, America Chavez is a pretty big character in this uh, movie. And the reason that she's an important character is because she can uh, go through uh, different uh, universes, multiverses, right. uh, without, um, uh, with, on, on cue. Like, she can do that. Right, and she, but she doesn't under, quite understand how she does it and can't control it. Right, and so... Uh, and she plays a really big. She's been around for over a decade. She's a big character. Right. Uh, we knew this was coming. A lot of people had talked about where they're going to fit her in, and what they're doing is this is an important role in the what is coming down the pike slowly. As you start to see it unwrap, unwrap is the Young Avengers is is showing up, and that's right. going to be a thing. Uh, my 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 favorite thing. I did like two things about America Chavez. I did generally enjoy her character i thought she was a fun character and and i enjoyed her um uh when she would summon another multi universe and to bounce the the portal was a star which was yeah. i thought was fucking cool yeah and she had like a red white and blue jacket on yeah so yeah. she was america and so yeah it, they definitely played up on that theme with her name and, um, and when she was using her powers for sure um the uh uh I think my favorite thing, not maybe favorite thing, but my my overall biggest take from the movie, and I've talked to OU Nasty about this um, at length, uh, is uh, just if you take as a whole um, the character arc of Wanda is just yeah. mind blowing. That's man. my that that was my favorite part of this movie because I liked the Wanda part arc. Because she's a psychopath in this yeah, movie, like absolutely. a stone cold 
no reasoning psychopath who is so delusional and lost in what she, you know what I mean? It, Again, it, a, fi a villain who believes she's doing something right. This is Marvel's MO. It's a villain. It's She's not really a villain. She's 100% sure what she's doing is right and that she's doing it for the right reasons, but she's not. But, you know, the other thing, and, and, and I'm going to slightly disagree with you. Thanos did what he thought was right yeah. for the betterment of the greater good. Yeah. Wanda's was totally selfish. For sure. 100%. Right, I, because this is what I think I need to do for my kids or my boys, because right. yeah. I think they they're I believe that they're real. So, but just the overall, like you go from being a her and her brother, yeah, in camps, yeah, 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 right, in right. the Ultron movie, yes, um, to um, right, brother dies yep. in the Ultron fight, yep, to now you are you know, slowly becoming trusted to this uber powerful, almost Avenger to an Avenger to this vision, you know, fall in love with this robot yeah. guy. Right. Who you murder. Yes. Lose your mind. Yeah. Take over an entire community with your powers and create this alternate bubble universe which is wandavision right which i thought was awesome that they rolled into this um and when we knew it was probably going to happen once we found out that she was in it right, right? yeah um and, and then to become this one of the worst villains that we've seen in a marvel movie yeah almost like unstoppable. Yeah. she's the strongest person out there yeah right and so you know, and, and the way uh, where where does where does uh you know the Sorcerer Supreme what is that place called? I'm blanking out right now. You know where they all train and stuff. Yeah, I don't remember the name of it either. Right? But yeah, she layer. just tore through that place. Oh yeah, it, was it wasn't even a awesome. fight, dude. And yeah. There's all these sorcerers, all these you know people putting up rings. Yeah. They just tore through them. Yeah, he uh, Wong says we will defend you or we will battle you with everything that we have and it lasted about two minutes yeah she just sliced right through him yeah, yeah. like it was nothing <laughs> she's like look i warned you i'm trying to be nice she told him like look i'm i'm trying to be civil this is me being civil Let, let's just and nope <laughs> and, and and uh and especially a lot of the things that that i thought was amazing uh about this movie was uh the way that they really went kind of with the whole mate not matrix but like in the matrix like you can use everything to your advantage right. it's a computer program and that's yeah, what yeah, you yeah. learn how to do right right she was using reflections to get people coming through the water you yeah. know all just so yeah, much yeah, yeah. creative stuff you know what i yeah. mean and just which is what you would expect someone like wanda to be able to do as the sort you know the the scarlet witch yes uh but just the whole uh character arc of of who she is and what she became and 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 from the beginning to where we are now was just mind-blowing because like i she's like one of my favorites and she was an absolute psychopath yeah, she was movie. i mean how long ago was wandavision that had to be over a year ago that we got that last episode right 
Uh, yeah. And I remember we talked about that episode and the way that that series ended was Wanda sitting in that little house in the country and it looked like she was out on the porch drinking coffee or tea. But then when it went inside, you saw her in the Scarlet Witch outfit conjuring spells and reading that book. The Darkhold. Yes. And you heard the voice of her children. And I remember you and I both going, well, her kids died, right? So how the hell is she still hearing the voices of her children? They weren't real. She made them up and created them. So what the hell is going on? Now you fast forward at least a year later, probably more. It's probably been closer to two years, right? I'm a year and a half, I would no. think. The uh, the last, the season finale of WandaVision was March 5th, 2021. Oh, was it 20? So that, barely a year. It feels like it's been longer. Okay, so a little over a year ago, we're going, what the hell? And now they tie it into this movie. Like how many TV shows and movies have we had since then? I mean, and they, they tie it back in with this movie. And now we know how she was hearing her children because she was using the dark hold to connect to other dimensions in the multiverse where her kids are real and there are other Wandas that are mothers to these children. And she is so hell bent to get back to her kids that she'll jump into another universe, take that Wanda out and become the mother of these children just to make herself happy because the dark hold has uh, kind of, it's, it's dark spells, it's a dark book and it's, it's uh, it's corrupted her, basically, is what it's done. She's had it for so long and been delved into it for so long, it's fucked her up. But she was absolutely my favorite thing. I thought Doctor Strange, to be honest with you, was just kind of a nice little afterthought in this movie. Like, I didn't really... Like, he was good, he was fine, but the whole story of... The whole kind of side thing of, are you happy? And him missing the girl at this point and realizing that in every other they kind of didn't tie that up nicely and neatly or anything it was like a loose thread in the story that they're trying to show you that he needs more than just being a sorcerer that there needs to be more in his life and him coming to the realization that every doctor strange in every universe never gets the girl like was cool i wish we could have dug into it a little deeper than we did i don't feel like they touched on that it kind of left it was unanswered like they're they didn't, he didn't say like, I'm sorry, or I fucked up or like, you know, at, at one moment when he's, I can't remember the girl's name. I wish I could remember the girlfriend's name. I don't remember right now. Um, it's the, it's the girl from, uh, it's the actress from Wedding Crashers. And I don't remember her name off the top of my head right now. But anyway, yeah, I wish they would have kind of dug into that a little more. Cause there's a couple people that ask him if he's happy and he lies and says that he is when he knows that he's not. And I mean, it opens with him going to her wedding and watching her get married. And then America Chavez shows up and all hell breaks loose. And as they jump through these different dimensions, he learns that none of the Dr. Stranges are really happy, that they're all miserable, but you don't really get any closure on that storyline. Uh, at least with Wanda, she realizes in the end what she did, which was fucked up. And you know, she's not dead because you know, the, the rule in any Marvel film or any film in general with dealing with these kind of people, if there's no body, they're still alive. But she went and destroyed all the Darkhold books in every dimension and then and buries herself in the rock. And, and she she knew she fucked up and, and changed changed things and fixed things. Whereas Doctor Strange is still just lonely ass Doctor Strange at the end of this movie. There's no resolution for him in that aspect. But Wanda was flat out scary. The way she was killing people. I don't know if we've had more brutal murders in, in, in any Marvel movie. When she gets into the Illuminati and she takes out, spoilers, she takes out Mr. Fantastic and she takes out uh, Professor X, Xavier, and she takes out 
uh, their version of, um, oh shoot, now I'm drawing a blank, uh, Captain Carter, right? Because it's not Captain America, it's Captain Carter in the alternate universe. And uh, who's the other one? Their version of Captain Marvel. She takes them out with ease, and they're absolutely brutal. But I think there's one hero in there that I don't know his name. Black Bolt. Yeah, he kills people with the sound that comes out of his mouth. And at one point, Mr. Fantastic says, you know, all he has to do is open his mouth, and he can take you out. And she goes, what mouth? And his mouth is gone, but he goes to make the sound, and literally it blows up in his head and his head implodes and like collapses. And then she slices and dices Mr. Fantastic as he tries to reach out. That was my biggest disappointment in the movie is that we didn't get to see Mr. Fantastic in action a little bit more because the internet has wanted John Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic forever. That was the one thing that people talked about that we got. Like that's been a rumor. Like everybody wants him as Mr. Fantastic. So here he is, he shows up, says a few words, starts to stretch his arm out, and then she just slices him and dices him and it's over like that. Like we didn't get enough. Like I really don't care about Captain Marvel and Captain Carter. I wanted to see Mr. Fantastic in action. I thought that the Captain Marvel and the Captain Carter scene, fight scenes were good. I thought it was cute that Captain Carter said, I can do this all day. You know, I thought that was cute. But what I wanted was to see Mr. Fantastic in action. I, you know, Professor X, I've seen him in 50 X-Men movies. So when he showed up, that wasn't a big deal to me. Like, I've already seen him, like, in 50... Like, that's not an alternate Professor Xavier. That's the Professor Xavier that I've known for the last 20 years. Like, I kind of thought it was a little bit sad that we got all the variant characters in one scene. Like, I think that's the genius of No Way Home is it was spread out over the entire movie. We got Daredevil in one scene. We got a villain pop up here and a villain pop up there and a villain pop up there. And then the Spider-Man's popped up here. And it was spread out over the entire movie where there were all these rumors that we were going to get all these alternate characters. And it all happened in one scene. And it was over so quickly. And we moved on. And it was kind of like, oh, that was it. Like, big build up and we're dead. And the rest of the movie was a Doctor Strange and Wanda movie, which wasn't a bad movie. It's just, again, like I said, I just expected more, and that's not what they gave me. But you're expecting more from people who, like, not Marvel. You're expecting more from people who are talking on the internet. Well, cool. You know what I mean? Well, so, like, I'm, I'm, I was expecting more from the multiverse. I, once we saw what the multiverse was capable of in Spider-Man No Way Home, we could get three Spider-Mans from three different multiverses. We can get villains over three different multiverses. And I, and I just expected more than just one scene of that. When I, when I learned, okay, they're gonna jump into different multiverses, I didn't think the big deal about one multiverse was red means go and green means stop. Like, uh, okay, great. Well, why can't I get an Iron Man in that multiverse or uh, something else? Like, we got everything. We got that Illuminati scene, and it was all done. Other than that, all we saw were a couple of different Doctor Stranges, and neither of them were that interesting. One died, and he inhabits his body as zombie Doctor Strange, which was cool. And then the other Doctor Strange was dealing with the Darkhold book, and he was a little bit evil but not that interesting. There weren't enough, there wasn't enough to make them that much different to where I was like fascinated by him. I was like, oh, it's just Doctor Strange, but he's got a man bun. Oh, and this Doctor Strange is, uh, you know, his mustache is a little different, but I was just like, not like blown away by that. I wanted more of them interacting with different people in different multiverses 
Uh, and that's not what this movie was. And that's that's my own problem. Like, I went in expecting that and didn't get it. What we got was still a good movie. Like you said, a seven. You know, not a, not a bad movie by any stretch of the imagination. I would even go as far to say as I think it's better than Doctor Strange, the first Doctor Strange. I enjoyed it more than the first Doctor Strange. I just have to get out of my mind. And I'll watch it again eventually when it's on Disney Plus or when it comes out on video, whatever. And uh, give it a second viewing, and I, I think I would enjoy it more. I've actually toyed around with the idea of going and seeing it in 3D because I think the visuals would be stunning. IMAX 3D would blow me away. And knowing what I know now, going in uh, expecting this movie and expecting something else, I, I think I would enjoy it more. And it's not that I didn't enjoy it. It's just I wanted more from the multiverse of madness. The, for a movie titled The Multiverse of Madness. But what's in front of that? Doctor Strange. There, it's in, a Doctor Strange in movie. In the multiverse of madness. Right, but in, 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 and he does bounce around mu many multiverses, right? There's a lot of little things that have popped up. Like, yeah. like, like, if this had been a multiverse movie about, you know, Marvel, whatever, but like, for me, like, it's, this is the Doctor Strange movie, so that's what we're going to get is, this is Doctor Strange's story. So, yes, it was Doctor Strange's story, but... Obviously, the villain became Wanda, and she was a massive part of this, why everything went haywire. Well, I mean, Spider-Man was the reason those shit went haywire, but... But, yeah, but this really had nothing to do with that. Like, this didn't have anything to do with what the, the mistake they made with Spider-Man, and that's what I thought it was going to be. The mistake was what was going to cause things to be leaking through and problems still to be... Like, somebody squeaked through before they closed it up but that wasn't what this was this was the america girl being able to do whatever she does because of her powers it had nothing to do with spider-man and wanda figuring that out and trying to go after her this really had no, it, it, in no way shape or form did this connect to no way home other than that they mentioned spider-man and he didn't want to work with spider-man he wanted to work with wanda so here's some things that came up in the movie that were um, very important. Uh, they talk about Vishanti, which is the good book, the opposite of the dark, the dark right. old book. Yeah. Um, they never find that though. They try, but they never get to it. Uh, uh, Gar Gargantos was in there. Gargantos is the um, the um, octopus thing that's with a big eye that's chasing her. Right, right, right. Uh, which is from the What If, yep. which I thought was very cool. Um, let's see what else we talked about the dark hole. The cool thing about it, the dark hole, and this is this kind of plays into something that I thought about. Um, because I had sent you a TikTok that I had seen. It is, um, so the first time I ever saw the dark hole was in Agents of Shield, okay. And the dark hole came up, and there was some shit going down. And basically, what happened is they needed to use the dark hole to summon somebody to help defeat otherwise they, you know they're going to tear up the planet right and the person that they summoned was ghost rider okay and he was badass in the show um and that's what it made me think of and then i really went down a rabbit hole with ghost rider after i sent you that TikTok about how he's the most powerful person in the mcu and he just hasn't been used right and yeah. so i really went in and started looking into some stuff like that and like he might be the most powerful dude in the MCU because, and it's a joke when you think 
Ghost Rider, you think of the Nicolas Cage movies, sure, which yeah. were entertaining and fun, but yeah, like yeah, yeah. the first one was but, not bad. But yeah. comic book wise, like he's just running around Earth with a flaming head and killing people. That was people. before the Marvel figured it out. Uh, yeah, unfortunately. Right. Yeah. Right. So, uh, but uh, anyway, the Dark Hole—that's the first place I ever saw it. So, um, and then we talked about the Scarlet Witch, um, which was uh, obviously a big, huge piece of that. Um, you mentioned the Illuminati scene. Um, Bruce Campbell's in the movie, which is, uh, he's the guy that the hot dog car that keeps punching him, he makes him punch himself. Yeah, that's Sam Raimi Stanley. Yeah. He's in every Sam yeah, Raimi Yeah, so he's, this is his fourth one that Sam yeah. Raimi's, he's been, all, he's, all three Spider-Mans, and then, uh, he's now in this, so. And all the, he's the star of the Army of Darkness and Evil all Dead those franchise. Yeah, yeah. And um, I, I could see him taking up the mantle and becoming... I think it would be cool if he became kind of like Marvel's new Stanley. Like, I could take a cameo from that dude. I love that dude. Here's the problem with Savage. I can hear something or see something, and then I will get lost in my own mind, forgetting what I'm watching, yeah. because I'm thinking about the thing that I just saw. And right. this happened a little bit for me in the movie. So there's a scene where on Earth 838... Uh, where Wanda's kids are there and um, remember they're watching baseball and talking about baseball. Yes. And they're talking about the 2003 Detroit Tigers. Right. Right. Being uh, being um, the best, which made me think. And I was like, trying. now I'm sitting there in this big movie. Right. At a pretty critical point towards yeah. the end of the movie. Right. Yeah. Thinking about. 2003 i'm trying to remember who was good who won the world series were the tigers good who was on that team right and i like it literally like i had to like <laughs> force myself stop to stop thinking yeah, about yeah, it yeah, yeah. and yeah. as i'm driving home that's the first, only thing i'm thinking about right so then and i was like that had to be some relevance to that yeah yeah so uh sam raimi is from michigan uh... and more importantly the 2003 Detroit Tigers are historically one of the worst baseball teams of all time. They only had one more win than the worst baseball team of all time. And uh, so it, just how different 838 is meant to be from us. Oh, right. So yeah, 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 in yeah, this yeah. alternate universe, Sam Raimi made the 2003 Detroit Tigers Incredible. the best, right? Yeah, yeah. But in real, in our <laughs> yeah, universe, yeah, yeah. real life, they were one of the worst, if not almost the worst team ever. Right. So I was like... That's not like it was too, it was too um, specific right. to not have some sort of importance. Yeah. So you throw something very specific in there, then you throw a little baseball twist on it. Yeah. That's how you get Sav derailed. Yeah, I was yeah, yeah. in the theater eating my fucking whoppers and like going. 2003. All right. What year did Mickey know? Well, I was like, yeah. that's a loss, dude. You started going into your own multiverse. Super multiverse baseball multiverse. rabbit hole. Um, I can tell you. And then obviously we talked about the Luminati, the Ultron bot. Captain Carter, obviously a uh, what if um, yes. thing. I, I really liked. Uh, so the what if from that, the, uh, the uh, octopus one eye thing. I forget his name right now off the top of my head. Right, uh, the zombie strange, yeah. obviously. Yeah, yeah. A what if? Uh, you gotta have a zombie reference. in a in a, uh, in a Sam Raimi movie. Like that's just everybody knew with Sam Raimi on board. At some point, something like that was gonna happen because it's what kind of what he's known for in the Evil Dead flicks. But uh, before we move away from the Illuminati, let's not forget too that. Uh, Captain Marvel was uh, Rambo. Was Monica Rambo from the uh, 
from from our Captain Marvel's movie. Like she was the friend of of Doctor Strange. Uh, Strange. The friend of Captain Marvel in this alternate universe is Captain Marvel. And I thought that was kind of a cool touch. And I thought their fight scene was the best fight scene when she says, you know, get out of my multiverse. And she's trying. She almost has her. But because we all know that Captain Marvel is one of the like most like, you know, she's one of the top dogs as far as power. Captain Marvel is crazy powerful, but not powerful enough to stop Wanda. So that was a cool fight scene. It was a cool action moment. And I thought it was a nice little touch to have Rambo be the Captain Marvel in this universe. I thought that was cool. I just, for me, the Illuminati, other than Mr. Fantastic, none of them were anything that I was super excited to see. And I think that was the problem. Like, Captain Marvel, that's cool. It was Monica Rambeau, that's cool. But I wasn't dying to see another Captain Marvel. And Captain Carter, we got at least two episodes in the cartoon, right? We, she at least popped up twice in the What If. So it's not new and it's not exciting. And like I said, Professor X, he's been in the, the X-Men movies for 20 years. Like, I love Patrick Stewart, but it wasn't. And we heard his voice in the trailer. So it wasn't a surprise. Like... So the only real surprise was the dude who, who killed people with the noise that comes out of his mouth. And I just didn't care about him. I didn't, I don't know who he was and I just didn't <clears throat> care. So, so Black Bolt was in the, uh, which Marvel definitely wants you to forget about, but was part of the, uh, he was part of the Inhumans. Okay. So it was definitely, he's, that's where he came from, but like he does play a role in the Marvel universe. So that's right. why oh, I'm sure and he's that. obviously very powerful. Yeah, you know, clearly. If, if you can't. You know, as long as you don't not, like, mouth close. Yeah, as long yeah. as you don't have the uh, the witch the witch ability to just make him not have a mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was the most like I said the most brutal murder I've ever seen in any Marvel movie. That was crazy. And 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 and, and we talk about this all the time, right? What somebody might want, somebody might not really appreciate. Whatever yeah. this way, right? So like you say, oh, I, the the uh, the Illuminati was just kind of like whatever. Like it was cool to see John Krasinski, but he just kind of got rolled real quick. Black Bolt got dominated. Right, and then here we are again with another female of power, the fight, ladies, fight, the the ladies fight. fighting it out again, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Um, but the other side of that to be like, if you'd have got what you wanted, yeah. I wouldn't have been happy. I don't want to fucking see Tom Cruise as Iron Man. I would be, I'd probably hate that shit. Oh, like I don't, I, I, I don't like Tom Cruise. Sacrilegious. I don't, I don't like him. He's he's overrated. He's a cocksucker. He's oh, a piece of shit. Man. He's an asshole. Overrated. That's tough. He's like he's not. You know what I mean? But you like him. Right? Like, like would I have like lost my shit if it was fucking Mark Wahlberg as Iron Man? A hundred percent. So you know what I mean? Sure, yeah, yeah. But I mean he's he, I mean he's basically an American treasure, so Mark Wahlberg's <laughs> a little different, so Yeah, like I said, I I, I I say I'm not a big Tom Cruise fan and then I start you know, I, I'm not gonna lie and say that that Top Gun trailer before <laughs> Doctor Strange wasn't amazing, and it was like 10 minutes long. It was a crazy trailer. Now, but, yeah, I'll say this. And you, I, you put, you put, you put, you know, a little uh, Keanu, Keanu Reeves Iron Man, and then the so world breaks. Anything, give me Iron Man, and any there, there was a, there was an opening there in that Illuminati to have Iron Man. And I feel like they totally dropped the ball. The, I don't give a fuck who Iron Man was. There should have been another Iron Man. He created Ultron. 
that was their moment. They opened the door and they did not do it. And instead, we got some shit that I was just like, whatever. Like, except for Krasinski. And he got sliced up so quick, it was over before it even started. Like, I was like, here's somebody that the internet has been clamoring for to see is Mr. Fantastic. And he steps in and goes, hey, Wanda, please don't do this. And then he puts his arms out and she chops him up. Like, it was over. Like, and I was just like, man, I want more of that. But, yeah. What are you going to do? We didn't get it. And the, um, the end of the movie... Or not the end of the, yeah, but at the end of the regular movie, not the uh, the extra scenes. Uh, you see Charlize Theron as Clea, who shows up, and so I didn't know this. Like I had to look it up, but this is a massive deal for people who are uh, Doctor Strangehead. So Doc, uh, Charlize Theron as Clea is a character who has been key in, to Doctor Strange mythology since 1964. She's basically Doctor Strange's soulmate, a powerful sorcerer in her own right, and the niece of Dormammu himself. This is the character a lot of Doctor Strange fans have been waiting for, and considering that she's the current Sorcerer Supreme in the in the pages of Marvel Comics right now, this has major implications for the MCU going forward. So, right. uh, I didn't know any of that. Obviously, I knew it was Charlize Theron. I didn't, and she was somebody, but I didn't know who it was and who the reference. So. You see that, and then now you think back to that scene, knowing that information. If you didn't know it, well, I can now. I know why this is a big deal. We got to go fix some shit. Yeah, you know? what, it, what it made me think was like, damn it, what happened to that Netflix movie that Charlize Theron did? They, 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 the one we reviewed. Where oh they, yeah, where they played superheroes that could live forever. I'm like, I saw her, and that my mind went there. Like, I want more of that. What happened to that? Like, I was like, who the hell is this? But uh, for me, yeah, I, I did hear that she was. Somebody told me after the fact about Dormammu, and Dormammu is basically Satan. So it opens a whole door up for like that the, the fact that hell is real and that there are demons out there. And so you're getting a whole nother element to Marvel now. Uh, and then, you know, obviously we saw that Strange, just with his short time with the Darkhold book, has now the eye of uh, Agamotto is the third eye in his forehead. So we don't know. They left us wondering. Like he looks at Charlize before they jump through the portal. And you see the eye, and you see him give kind of a devilish look. Like, has it corrupted him? Is he evil? Is it just going to enhance his powers? We don't know. And I'm fascinated, and I'm on board to find out what what that has in store. But uh, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm definitely curious to see where where it goes from there for sure. Well, and, and then the one, uh, and of course, this is this is just you know a lot of who knows at this point, people. Um, guessing and, and trying to put things together here and there um but there is some um some internet rumors if you will that uh the appearance of clea is is was basically to uh set up uh kind of what you were talking about uh that she will show up in ant-man and the wasp quantum mania as the quantum realm shares more resemblance to her home world in the dark dimension Plus, her magical powers would make her a good ally against Kang the Conqueror, who is expected to be the villain in Ant-Man. So. Yeah, that's what they're saying. I did read somewhere that Ant- Ant-Man Quantumania, that they've switched. Like, there was a movie that was supposed to come out and then Ant-Man Quantumania, and that they've shifted the schedule. And that now Ant-Man is jumping before whatever this other movie was. So I think it's Thor Love and Thunder is next. And then I think Ant-Man Quantumania is going to happen much sooner than initially anticipated because of the fact that Kang is in this and because we've got the multiverse of madness and they're doing all this. 
that they've uh, they've pushed the schedule forward, and that's going to happen a lot sooner. And I'm excited for that, and I'm on board. I liked the Kang character. I thought that I think that actor is really great, and I'm so curious to see what's going to happen there. So, and I love Paul Rudd. So bring on Ant Man. Those movies are just fun. Before we get out of here, I got to tell you one worry I'm having right now. Okay. I am very worried that I'm going to be disappointed in Thor. Okay. Because, and this is just the trailers, but I feel like we're getting this. He's putting down the gauntlet, trying to figure out who he is. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's the trailer. And, sure. and, 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 uh, passing the mantle and not really being a fighter and trying to, you know. Yeah. Yeah peace it all means like I, i'm not a god anymore or right. you know what i mean and 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 i just if this turns into a you know a, a a pc movie about handing the torch over to you know uh yeah whatever whatever padme yeah padme right i don't remember then uh you know and it's and it's a I hope not. And, and Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman. I hope not, but like that's just And a, it's the old guard. It just hit me all of a sudden. That's the Charlize Theron movie on Netflix. When she initially popped up, I was like, oh shit, are they going to... That is the old guard popping into this multiverse? Hell yeah, let's go. Like, I, I just really thought that old guard movie was dope. But yes, I agree. I, I, I have said this several times on the podcast. I'm not a Natalie Portman fan. I thought she did nothing for the prequels. Uh, I haven't seen her and I didn't see Black Swan that was Oscar nominated, but I haven't seen her in anything where I was like, man, Natalie Portman killed it. Like, I'm not a fan. So she did have a baby in a Walmart. She had a baby in Walmart. There's a movie. about. Oh, is there a movie about her having a baby in Walmart? OK, I did. True story. Ah, I missed that one. Not for her, but the yeah, yeah. Character she played for whoever was in Walmart having babies. OK, so anyway, uh, Doctor Strange and the um, multiverse of madness. Um, both of us really liked it. We liked certain things. Some didn't like certain things, but overall, really good movie. Yeah. Entertaining. Absolutely. Definitely check it out. See Bill it. says see it in 3D. I'm So apparently, 3D. apparently, uh, Bill's really rolling in the bucks now. So he's just yeah. out there trying to I watch wish. $30 movies. I wish, but man, I tell you what, dude. It just, I was really glad to see it in IMAX, that big screen, the sound. It was, it was made, it was made, it was filmed for that. So. The 3D would have just been next level. I, I'm, I won't end up going again, but, you know, I wish I could. It's If you haven't seen it, I would highly recommend you taking that route because I think it's just going to do nothing but enhance your enjoyment of this film that much more. Well, there you have it. Check that movie out. Get up in that thing. Let us know what you think. Uh, let us know if you liked it, you hated it. Get up it. in that thing? Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> Get up off of that thing. <laughs> Get up in that thing. You know what I mean? That's how I talk to my lady friends. Your lady friends? Yes. Yeah. I was wondering. Okay, yeah. good. Good to know. Which is not the same as Lady Fingers, which is a delightful no. retreat. Right. It's yeah, yeah. Dessert. That's, that's dessert later. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so check it out. Get up in that thing. Let us know <laughs> what you thought, if you liked it, if you hated it, if you thought it was good, if there was anything that we missed, because I promise you there's a, some things that we certainly missed. Because there was a lot of stuff to unpack out of this yes. movie. A lot of stuff going on. Yes. So anyway, hope you enjoyed it. And uh, Bill, take us the H up out of here. So is the thang the theater? When you're getting up in that thang, would that thang be 
your seat in the movie theater. Yeah, clearly. Okay, cool. Just wanted to make sure. Just wanted to clarify. Mm -hmm. In the immortal words of my man, George Clinton, anything good is nasty, but it ain't good unless you play with it. So go out there and have some fun, my people. And until the next time, we will see you in the 209.